Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Big things to celebrate today. First of all, I just turned 30 and this was my second COVID birthday. So that was pretty interesting. And number two, I have written in the notes that we hit our 10,000 downloads mark for the podcast. But actually, at this very moment, that number has actually gone up to 13,000 which totally blows my mind since we've only been doing this since March, really. And it really touches my heart that so many people are interested in getting in touch with their inner child and making a real change in their life. So thank you to everyone who has listened and given us a five-star review, which really helps us boost up the ratings. I couldn't have done this without you. And with the timing of my birthday and the podcast and everything, I just thought that today would be a more special episode where... I just get really down to earth and honest with you all on all the things that I learned from experience, just from life and getting to this point. As you all know, my philosophy is very simple. And it's that if you want to create an incredible life and extraordinary relationships, you must resolve your insecurities that come from childhood, aka your core wounds. Otherwise, These wounds become patterns that unconsciously will drive most, if not all, of your adult relationships. And that is the truth. And that is the philosophy behind all the work that I do. We also just completed pre-registration for the Heal Your Inner Child Academy, which is my three-month transformation program that starts in July. Super excited to get that started. And for all our brand new students. And that brings me to lesson number one, that there is no timeline just your journey. Now, when you think about what we typically think as milestones, go to school, graduate, get a mortgage, get a car, you know, get married at a certain age. <laughs> what averages really mean is literally the sum average of the people around you. What that means is for the individual person, some people are higher, some people are lower, and they even out on the curve. It's just data, right? Points on a graph. And just because a bunch of data says that the average just happens to be this age or that age, doesn't mean that that's supposed to be your goal. You know, a hundred years ago when the lifespan was shorter, when life was different, those data points looked completely different. And we had different ages and different milestones of hitting things. You know, things change and it's all kind of just arbitrary, right? And even if most people hit certain milestones at 10, 20, 30, doesn't mean that you should go after those things just for the sake of feeling like you've hit those numbers. You know, I started this podcast just a couple months before I turned 30, really. And sometimes I would think to myself, oh, maybe I should have started when I was 25 or 20. But then when I really look back, not on the average timeline, but on my timeline, I don't think I would have been ready back then. I don't think I would have had all of the life experiences 
that all accumulated and brought me up into this point. So yeah, maybe, you know, it, it's a bit later than what I wanted <laughs> to start a podcast. But it wasn't about what I wanted, but what I needed. And so that makes this the perfect time. And especially during this pandemic, if you're in a place right now where you feel stagnant or not moving on to the next milestone, stop looking at the shoulds just for a second and look at where you actually are. Why are you stagnant? Is it because possibly that maybe you need to be right now? Not as a form of stagnation, but as a period of germination and rest Right? We can't be growing all the time. Sometimes we do need those moments of plateau to process and learn and hibernate. And maybe that's okay. And maybe getting that rest and that processing and that self-investment will actually help you grow more in the long term. And that brings me to my lesson number two. Well, this is a big one. <laughs> and it's that you are your own secret ingredient. And this is very much an essentialism idea. Just like everyone else, I used to think it was about the job title or about the income or the status, right? <laughs> if only then, once I get my degree, then I will feel enough. And then after that, it's once I get my job and then I will feel good enough. But that's not it. It's not until I get that promotion, then I'll feel good enough. And so on and so forth. But guess what? It's about none of those things. <laughs> and I think most people understand this, right? Like we get this on a logical level, but we don't really know it until you live it. And it took me a long time, but I really know it now. And one thing I'll say about this is I made a post about this on Instagram, but I honestly used to believe that the only value I really had to give to the world was to serve my future husband and produce children. And of course, there is a lot of value in motherhood. But what I meant was I thought that was my only value. I had such a little self-worth. I thought the only value I had was to be a baby-making machine. And, you know, one day I hope to invite my therapist onto this podcast to tell you how long I talked about this one particular thing in our therapy sessions. This was really deep, and I'm sure upbringing society had something to do with it. And the funny thing is I almost married someone who probably would have made my life miserable in so many different ways. But then when I finally got it, that it wasn't about those decorator things, I actually did leave that relationship. And I'm actually in a relationship with someone right now that I'm not married to and I don't have kids but I feel more purpose than I did when I was in my 20s, thinking that my only value was that thing that I was chasing after outside of me. Now, I do want children one day. I don't know how exactly that will look like, whether it's you know adopted or something down the line. But the point is, I'm not obsessed with it the way that I was before, coming from a place of self-loathing. And I'm so grateful I did not get into that marriage because think about the ripple effect of our energy, right? If I go into all my relationships and going into motherhood with that strong belief, believing that I was worthless and doing this only because it was all I was good for, 
How do you think that's going to attract or affect the kind of people that I attract? How do you think that's going to shape what kind of mother I'm going to be or what kind of wife I would be, right? That sort of intention and energy is powerful. You know, coming from a place of deep insecurity, whether you like it or not, you know, it does come out through your energy, from the way that you say things, from the kind of people that you allow into your life, from the type of boundaries that you set up. And also, as you know from listening to this podcast, you're parenting as well, right? That's not the place I really want to come from when it comes to my future family. Now, the way that I personally got over this fear, one of my biggest fears was I'm never going to get married and have kids. So literally, the way that I got over it was to face my fear in a way that if I thought to myself, okay, Gloria, if I never become someone's mother or I never become someone's wife, what else could I base my worth on? That's the place that I started. And I realized what I could base my worth on is me. Maybe it's not about all of those titles and things that we think we have purpose on. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the energy that I'm bringing into all of it. And I find that to be true. To be a complete person, I couldn't just devote my entire life only for someone else. I also had to think about me, right? Not necessarily putting myself first all the time, but just including myself in the equation with everyone else. I have my passions for my work, my own hobbies. I have love for the people who are already in my life, my friends, certain family members. You know, realizing that I have inner abundance already for the things that I already have. Because, of course, we live in a digital age where we get bored of things easily and everything is accessible at the snap of a finger or the click of a button. And we forget what we already have. So that's literally my process. <laughs> and some of this abundance manifestation work I'm actually teaching in the last module of my Heal Your Inner Child Academy course coming up. And you know what? It's pretty wacky to say this, but if I told my 20-something-year-old self that I am genuinely comfortable, more comfortable in my own skin at 30 than at 20, I honestly think that younger version of me would just laugh and just in complete disbelief. And it's possible. And I used to make fun of people who would say this in their like 30s and 40s until I'm here now and I finally get it. Which brings me to lesson number three, which is that youthfulness and what it means to be youthful, it's not about age, it's about a healed and integrated inner child. The better friends I am with my inner child, the more I listen to and honor myself and choose play and desire and pleasure over this hustle culture, the more I thrive the more quote-unquote success I have, the better relationships I have. Because I'm on my team. <laughs> That's what inner child work is all about. It's about you choosing to be on your own team, right? And if you think about it, that's what it means to be a child, is just being in rhythm with life, right? Children before the conditioning, before the traumas, and the lessons from life, 
don't know that things are not going to work out. <laughs> That's why they're able to be in the now. And you can return to that. That's what all this podcast stuff is for. So youthfulness is a healed inner child. And it's a part of you waiting for you to rediscover it. And it's possible for you. Because your story matters. And I know I don't look as young as I did in my 20s. But I feel more young. And what I mean by feel is I feel free for the first time. Free to make my own decisions. Free to tell someone no just because that's what I feel and not having to worry and stress out so much on what the reaction is going to be. Free to understand that if someone does say something weird about me, then I know it's coming from them and a projection of them and that it's not about me. And it's not my responsibility to please people. That is real freedom. Freedom to fully live your life according to you. Which brings me to lesson number four. Now, this is a tough one. And I'd just like you to hear me out first before really diving into what I mean by this. And it's that the things that did not work out for you, the things that didn't work out for you in the past, actually did work out for you. Whenever I look back on things that I really, really wanted, but that didn't work out for me at the time, or relationships that didn't work out, or maybe a job that I didn't get, I look back now and I realize that it was either not the right time, not the right person, it's not the right fit, or it taught me an incredible lesson. Yes, it sucked. And yeah, we do have to validate when things feel sucky. But I also want to wholeheartedly believe that those relationships that didn't work out, if it was my fault, it taught me a lesson that I needed to learn. And if it was their fault, that that person was not for me. Oh, goodness gracious, were some of them not for me. I outgrew them so much. Friends groups that didn't work out, I outgrew. Jobs that I didn't get, probably not the right fit for. And so can you look back as well and be grateful for the things that didn't work out, that led you to where you are today, or that gave you an unforgettable lesson? that no other way of learning could have taught you. Well, being 30 now and looking back, you know, I really believe that. And I can definitely say that I'm glad there are a couple of exes I'm really, really glad did not work out with. <laughs> you know, you can think of it like a blessing in disguise, right? Now, can you apply that to your own life? Once you're done validating yourself and acknowledging, you know, how crappy it felt, can you also look back and recognize why those things didn't work out for you at that time. Maybe it is time now, or maybe it's paving the way to something even better. And so my last lesson to share with you all today is actually a bit of a call to action to replace the regular call to actions I tend to have. And that is to be fully present in whatever stage you're in right now. Life is not a race to the end. And as we said before, every milestone is just the prequel to another milestone. So even if you're not exactly where you want to be yet, can you still hold appreciation for the stage that you're currently in and understanding that every stage is critical, every stage is important? You know, with my clients, I love to use the metaphor of plant a lot. So if you've ever grown a plant from the beginning, Right, you know, you get a bit of soil in a pot, you plant that seed. 
And then what happens? It suddenly just grows into a flower? No, of course not. Most of the time you're doing nothing, right? But it's not that you're actually doing nothing. You are trusting in the process. That's what the whole quote, trust the process means. You're not actually wasting time because all the while, while you're watering the plant, giving it some air, giving it some sunlight, moving it into shade, nothing's happening on top. But inside, there's germination happening. There's growth happening underneath the surface in that tiny little seed, which then sprouts which then grows into a stem, which then grows into a plant, which then flowers. Our goals in our lives and our relationships are all like flowers and plants in that way. Even if we don't see what's coming out on the other end, we trust that the process still works. And sometimes it doesn't, but it doesn't mean it was your fault. Sometimes it was the wrong kind of seed, or sometimes the soil was a mismatch. Or sometimes if we try to rush the process, we pour too much water into it, getting impatient. Or we don't leave the plant alone. We start touching it and moving it around and then delaying the process. Now, trust the process doesn't mean that this individual seed, that this specific time, it's going to work for sure. Trust the process, all that really means is that if you trust that if you do something enough times, that eventually it will work. You will get that one time it does work. So what stage are you in right now? And how can you appreciate it? Are you blooming? Are you shedding your flowers? Have you just barely erupted from the surface into a tiny, beautiful little shoot? Or are you still under the surface, waiting, germinating, processing? Every stage matters, and it's not something that can be rushed. So enjoy it. And that's it for today's call to action. Let me know what you think about today's episode, which was, you know, a lot more personal, just me kind of sitting down with the mic and not a lot of notes, but just seeing what comes from my heart. You can drop me a line at Instagram at ByGloriaZang or heading over to my website, which is also ByGloriaZang.com. I'm ByGloriaZang everywhere, pretty much, because I love, love hearing from you and it completely makes my day. So please don't be a stranger and come say hi. And if you're listening to this, just know that I believe in you. No matter what you've gone through, there are ways to overcome it and to grow and thrive into a life that you honestly deserve. And I do want to give you a heads up that I'm thinking about doing a five-day free workshop for all of you next month in June. So definitely stay tuned for that. For all my students who are about to start the Heal Your Inner Child Academy, that is something to so look forward to. I'm going to be pouring my heart and soul into that program. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.